Night Moons is brought to you in part by our friends at Logos Bible Software. Logos combines digital books with intelligent software to help you study the Bible deeply. Do word studies with one click, search for virtually anything in your Bible, and enjoy dozens of features that help you see more in Scripture. It's like having a personal Bible study research assistant. Faith Driven Entrepreneur is a movement dedicated to gathering 1 million Christ following entrepreneurs and equipping them so they can fulfill their call to create and transform the world around them. We do this in three ways, content, community, and connections. How can you engage with us? Engage with our media content, join the community, and make connections. Faith Driven Entrepreneur, helping Christ following entrepreneurs find their community and fulfill their God-given call to create. To learn more, go to faithdrivenentrepreneur.org. Welcome into Night Moods. I am Michael Thomas, Dr. Thomas. You're, oh, I'm on the radio. I do, I'm Chief Mood Officer on the radio, but you're inside Night Moods, the podcast, and we got a special guest. You're doing the best of 2022. Um, I have guests coming on that have been on Night Moods previously, and we have a returning guest, Prophet Earl Robinson, who will be coming on a little bit later. Um, tonight, conversation actually it's today's conversation but it is today monday afternoon what day are we at <laughs> december 12th all day long all night long and you're listening to the live stream here welcome into night moods for a very intentional conversation purpose conversation and we want you to be able to grow to realize who you are as a son and daughter and to help you through a conversation, intentional, intensive conversation with a good friend of mine, Earl Robinson. But first, today's episode is brought to you in part by our friends at Logos Bible Software. Logos combines digital books with intelligent software to help you study the Bible deeply. Do word studies with one click, search for virtually anything in your Bible and enjoy dozens of features that help you see more in scripture it's like having a personal bible study research assistant click the link in this episode description to get your copy of logos 10 and if you're a bible connoisseur if you like history theology logos bible software i have been using for over nine years i started with logo seven and for me it has been something that i go to every day i use it on the radio show and I 
it's a part of my library. So I want you to get a discount for yourself in the description or inbox me nightmoodshdq at gmail.com and you'll be able to get your own copy of Logos 10. Here we go, getting started on the conversation. Now, you're listening to the live stream across many platforms, and this is the podcast, our best of 2022, and returning with me as a good friend of mine, one of my older brothers in the kingdom, all the way from the northeast of the United States, by the way, New Hampshire prophet, Earl Robinson, who's been will be coming on shortly. So you might want to grab some notes, grab your Bible. If you have a conversation, you can join us live across the Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, on the Night Moods HQ channel and LinkedIn, and you'll be able to go deeper on a discovery of who you are as we talk about important aspects of sonship, spiritual health, spiritual maintenance. And, you know, we'll go where the Holy Spirit takes us. And um, that's what we do. And we do this once a week. And this is the end of the month. And I hope you're having a good 2022. Honestly, I hope that your 2022 is ending better than it started. That means you are, are achieving your assignments. You're achieving your goals. And that is one of the purposes of this podcast, this episode, is to bring you into the kingdom and more intentional about conversations when I bring on our guests who are people of inspiration, mentors, associates, entrepreneurs, but kingdom focused, kingdom centered to help you grow into the stature that God has given to you. And this is the purpose is to bring you deeper into who you are supposed to be according to God's plan for your life. And I've been doing this for a while. So it's nothing out of the ordinary and there'll be pauses from time to time and the pauses are specific to engage you into thinking and so i want you to think i want you to activate in your faith and so there's going to be a a journey that we go on as we have a deeper conversation instruction and to get you activated because there is this in the scriptures one of my favorite passages Faith without the corresponding works is dead faith. So open up your Bibles. We're going to be in John chapter 15 on this episode. And we're going to go on a journey. Sonship. The importance of your sonship. Your identity as a son and daughter. Do you understand your identity? Do you know about your identity? And more importantly, are you interacting in your kingdom identity? And this supersedes the concepts of Jesus, the concepts of our Heavenly Father, and the concepts of the Holy Spirit. Your identity will take you to every aspect of success, failures, striving. It's going to take you through everything God has for you, knowing who Father says you are. And not only that, knowing who Father says you are, you are exactly the qualified person who's qualified, you're the qualified person who was qualified to do the exact thing that God has called you to. I want you to understand that. Not mixing my words because we're in a season of some craziness in world systems, world cultures, and behavior patterns. And it's time for maturity. It's time for brothers and sisters 
to engage who they are and come into unity. There's got to be yielding. There's got to be surrender. There's got to be submission. And so having been in this seat as a steward over Father's resources, mentoring others, and connecting others to their faith. That is my common goal is to connect you to your faith. And when you make that connection, what happens for you is like this explosion of life that occurs. And it's not always going to be smooth sailing, smooth roads. Matter of fact, it's going to be quite crooked. The terrain is going to be kind of rocky. The ascent up the mountain is going to be complicated, challenging at times. And then you'll want to stop and take a breath. And sometimes you want to stop and, and retract and go back down to the base of the mountain. But don't let that happen to you. See, we're coming into 2023 and you have an opportunity to level up. Not only level up in your identity, but level up in your experiences, in your information, in your knowledge, in your wisdom, and in your spiritual maintenance. Because we're all walking out this mystery. Doesn't matter if you hold a doctorate, if you're a minister, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a husband, wife, Everyone's walking out this ministry, like it, love it, or hate it. And so it's up to you to realize that you got to put in the work, you got to grow. And this is what the podcasts are all about. This is what these episodes are about, is to help you not only intermingle, but connect with who you are supposed to be. And I am emphatic about this. And so all of our guests coming on this episode on this platform of Night Moods are passionate about seeing development. So we want you to develop. And so there's going to be truths applied. There's going to be experiences applied. There's going to be testimonies applied and a whole bunch of wisdom from experiences. And that's why we call it the best of for Night Moods. So coming all the way from New Hampshire is, he's like my older brother. And we met um, a little over a couple of years ago. And we just made the connection. We've been in season. We've been out of seasons. And the cool thing about this is God has always made the connection. And so I believe in everything that Earl is doing. And you're going to be not entertained, but you're going to be enlightened. That's the best word I want to look at. Listen, look at. You're going to be enlightened to the conversation. Open up your ears. Open up your eyes. Have your scriptures ready. If you have your Bible on your phone, get it ready. Because I am sure the journey in this episode is going to take you all over the place. And so you want to be kind of quick. You can also go back and put this on the replay because we are live streaming right now. And later this week, the podcast episode for this conversation will upload and you can listen to it 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. That's what we're doing. Night Moves is live. We're creating everything that we need to create for you to achieve who you're supposed to be according to God's will, God's plan, and God's purpose for you. So you can always email the show at nightmoodshdq at gmail.com or right here inside this episode. Now remember, we need your support because this show can't grow without your support. Now remember to help build the Night Moves community by either subscribing or following to this episode or future episodes. When you subscribe, you get insight into all the episodes coming in. If you're also on the Apple channel for Night Moods HQ, you're going to get all the channels, all the family of podcasting. If you like this program, you can become part of our community to help spread the message. 
spread the kingdom and help keep the work on this podcast station. Inbox us to learn ways that you can contribute to Night Moods at nightmoodshbq at gmail.com. With further ado, guys, we're going to get ready to get set in this conversation. 90 minutes, conversations through Jesus, conversation with Christ. And this is going to be a flowing conversation, not scripted. And you're going to get what you see in live video, live audio, because this is life. Life is fluid. And so we want to impact you in where God is at, in the, I call it in the, um, the movement of God. So we're getting stuff arranged here, getting things worked around, that's okay. I got to change my Bluetooth again. Oh, go ahead change it. We're, we're good. We're, go ahead change it. And Earl was on with me back in September. We did a special broadcast down in Florida, and uh, it was kind of fun. I actually did uh, Atlantic podcast on the beach on Cocoa Beach when I was down there, but Earl was uh, gracious to be on the first of this third season. So you're ending up the third season with the best of. <sighs> so much to say, you guys. This is kind of this is kind of fun because spiritual breakthrough happens across the platforms. Wherever Father and His Spirit is at, spiritual breakthrough happens. Now, we're going to impact you with some knowledge. We're going to impact you with some wisdom. And more so, we're going to get you activated in your faith. Remember what I said. Faith without the corresponding work is known as dead faith. So the mission here is to get you activated in your faith. If you have questions, nightmoodshdq at gmail.com, and we'll get Earl's information contact so that you can also ask him questions because this is a live Oh, hello, feedback here. This is a live stream, and we want to be able to give you the information in real time during the best of best podcast episodes. Yeah, I got a little echo in there. Okay, hold on. And we'll edit all this out soon. Yeah, that's much better there. A little bit of feedback there, so. We break this up again. I need to do one thing real quick. We talked about Logos Bible Software. Now, in this episode, you're going to be able to get the link so that you can expand your horizon with theology, uh, kingdom history. And I'm actually using Logos right now. I'm actually going to go back and forth as we're having this conversation. And I'm, if you follow me on my YouTube channel and the Night Moods channel, my the YouTube handle is Night Moods HQ. I'm going to be doing a review of Logos 10, and you want to be a part of that review. It's my first review as my partnership with Logos, but I use it primarily when I'm on the internet, uh, when I'm doing my live streams, uh, even on the radio show and the podcasting, right? And it's, it's I, I did a video, or it's kind of funny, I did a video review this past weekend. And in the middle of the interview, uh, the review, excuse me, as I was opening up the package and going into certain aspects of logos that I haven't got into the depths of my package. And I was like a kid in a candy store. And so when I opened up my Atlas Bible inside, I was blown away at 
the functionality. And so you'll hear me, well, we deleted it, but I was like, whoa, this is kind of cool. Like, check this out. Like I was having one of those moments on a live video doing a review. It was kind of the craziest thing. We deleted it because, you know, we want to make sure we kind of keep somewhat of a professionalism. But Logos 10 is something that you will, what's the best word to think of? It's it's going to, you're going to be, it's, it's going to benefit you. And I have been loyal, committed to Logos and the vast things they have on their, their software. So join me on the Night Moves HQ later on for my review of Logos 10. If you want to know how to utilize this massive software, connect with me and I'll help you out. As I even learn myself how to utilize Logos 10. It launched on October the 10th of this year. So it's kind of cool. Logos 10 launching on October 10th. It's a mouthful. Waiting for Errol to come on. Uh, he's got some technical issues, but that's okay. I, it's not like I have not had technical issues on a live stream or on the radio station, but it's what it is, what it is. So we, we, make, we make do with what we got. Um, speaking of the live stream, now we have a new media company, 126 Genesis Media. I definitely want your support with that. 126 Genesis Media launched our first radio station. It is 126 The Genesis. And it's right now, it's live streaming. You can check it out on our church website. You can also inbox on this episode to get the live stream link for the radio station. 24-7, 365 days a week that we are running a kingdom radio station, gospel, CCM, Christian jazz. We have Christian hip-hop inspiration for pro for our programming on the weekends overnights we are introducing on our radio station kingdom culture centered worship from artists from around the world because we're doing something totally different with the radio station independent artists that we are playing artists that will bring you into the presence of our heavenly father into the kingdom and just get, bring you into freedom you get all that through our radio station, and we want you to support the radio station. 126 The Genesis have this Facebook page, Instagram page at 126 The 126 Genesis Media is actually the handle where you can follow that, and also the Discord where you can connect with us at 126 Genesis Media as well. Looks like Errol's having a little bit of a problem, but that's okay. We'll get a handle. It's all good. We know how to edit and move things around. Um, I want to say thank you to you guys who are listening i forgot to mention this when i was interviewing cassandra on last night sunday night's um conversation with cassandra conversations with christ i want to say thank you for your support and conversations with cassandra got to twelve thousand plays and i cannot say thank you enough night eagles because you're listening you're known as night eagles not night owls night eagles so whether you listen during the daytime Wherever you listen to our, our podcast, you're known as Night Eagles. So we're elevating you to be the best who you can be. So I want to say thank you so much for 12,000 plays. It's huge, right? It's huge for me as starting podcasting one year ago. And here we are eclipsing 12,000 plays. So we're doing something pretty good, I have to imagine. And that means the content is pure. The guests are exceptional, professional, funny, um, engaging, 
And so I want to say thank you so much for you listening, for you subscribing, for you just following Night Moods. That's all we can ask. Now, you can catch Night Moods on any of your favorite platforms. Wherever you listen to podcasts, just type in Night Moods HQ and become a subscriber. That was a lot. So I want to say thank you so much again. That was a lot. Thank you. Thank you. And double thank you from right here for you guys just blessing us. I really appreciate it. The live stream is live right now. You're listening to Night Moods on your favorite podcast channel. We're going to be talking to Errol Robinson, who's had a little bit of technical difficulties. That does happen, but we'll get through it. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, Conversation in Christ is the theme of the best of the best, kingdom identity, sonship, and how to abide in truth. It's going to be in John chapter 15. And I'm going to say John 15, 4 through 16. I actually love this. And I don't know if you are familiar with the kingdom protocols that Jesus revealed in John chapter 15, verse 4 through 16. And if you don't know, by the end of this conversation, you're going to know how to live as a son in Father's kingdom. Let me kind of pull this up here so that we can get us a healthy start. There it is, right there, to exactly where we're going to be at. Um, Grab your notes. Now, you can, on the live stream, you can actually ask questions on the live stream, which is A-OK. We're going to put in here for you. Post a comment on the live stream. You ready? Let's see if we can do that. Post a comment on the live stream. There we go. Can we paste it? I think we can't paste it. You can go in the comments, post a comment. If you have a question, you can do that as well. We want definitely want you to be a part of this conversation on the live stream. And there's going to be some questions. Hopefully, we'll have a poll. We had a poll with Cassandra. And that poll, if you don't know, because you didn't catch the last episode, let me bring in that poll, Cassandra. Where's my where's my papers? We got a poll. The poll ends seven days from now. And here's the first question. Does spiritual warfare attack men or women differently? Question number two. Does spiritual warfare affect men more than women or vice versa? Two questions. And you'll be able to see that on the Facebook page for Night Moves under 126 Genesis Media. (laughs) Got a little bit technical difficulty stand by we're gonna kind of re revamp this and see what's going on with her <laughs> this must be important because the adversary is at work Let me see if I can see him. No, he's not in there. Oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving it. Errol, can you hear me? Yeah, you're in there. Let me break it in there. Yeah, I can't hear you at all. Let's add that to the stream. 
Now, can you hear me now? No, I can hear you. It was too interesting. What is going on here? <laughs> this That's must all right. be hugely important. Hey, man, you can hear me now, right? I can hear you just fine. You can hear me, right? Yes, I can. Can you see me? Perfectly. There we go. There it is. Welcome into the show, my friend. Hey, how are you doing, my brother? I need six more of me. I'm doing good. Um, I can't no, no, complain. no. The world doesn't need. We don't. The world doesn't not need six more of you. Please don't do that. <laughs> six more would be seven. I'd be complete. No, 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 no. Uh, don't don't do that to mankind. <laughs> no, no, I'm doing no. good. How are you, Ben? Doing well, man. Doing very well right now. I'm just taking um, a holiday break from everything, you know, with, even with the school, I told everyone, I said, look, you guys go and enjoy your holidays. We're not yep. going to do anything until um, until January. Yep. Yeah. So they were all excited. They wanted to uh, continue and, and all of that. But I said, no, 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 no. You guys go and enjoy your holidays. We'll, we'll pick up in January. I have a thing. Um, it's not a, it's not really a thing. You remember Tim? Apostle Tim, I think yeah. we met him once. Mm -hmm. uh, we, he started this, and I understood this a, a couple years ago. The church needs to meet less to walk it out more. Yeah. And so when you mention that, because I, I'm, it's, it maybe it's called a sabbatical in different spaces, but I'm in the same camp. I'm like, you guys yeah. handle your business, you grow, and we will, we will reconvene in January. But the big deal, while we are living i want you we all need to grow what, what in whatever capacity that needs to grow find that capacity and get into that growth as we end this year so i'm doing the same thing um yes yes and it's needed yes. and I, I, it's needed i have to say it's needed and uh, it's it's needed very much so you know um you know we all go to church you know we spend a whole lot of time in uh in the building shall i say Mm -hmm. But very few of us spend any time with our families, one with God, with our families, you know, or even um, sharing the gospel in our in our community, because, you know, we've uh, we've gotten so caught up into everything else, accepting except for those things that we need to do. You know, the church is a place where we gather. Look at it this way. The, the church is a place where we gather only to scatter. Right. Yeah. Well, exactly. what do I mean? what do I mean by that? You know, um, we come together to build each other up, um, to encourage each other, to, um, to bless the Lord, to um, to hear what God wants wants us to hear, to encourage, to get healed, and all of that. But when we go leave the church, we're scattering to different areas of the city or the county or towns or wherever we live in. This is where we're supposed to share um, share the gospel. This is how we're to touch the gospel. Whether feeding the poor or clothing or or just uh, doing something in our community so that people can see that, you know, the compassionate love of Jesus Christ flowing through us. But very few people do that in the church. We spend more time wanting to come to church. See, the church is simply is with the ecclesios. We're the called out ones. We're not called into. We're called right. out. Exactly. We're called out from the world and and the world needs to see the compassionate love of Jesus Christ. And that comes from you and I spending time in there around them and, um, and sharing the gospel. And sometimes you don't even have to say anything. You know, a lot of times it's just um, uh, loving on people, you know, um, 
speaking with people, you know, last year they did an article about the um, here in, in Sunapee where I live at. They called me the oh, yeah. Sunapee greeter. They called me the Sunapee greeter. It was in um, the newspapers here. And basically what it was is that, you know, um, the guy who stands in the corner just waves at people. You know, I go on um, every morning. I go out and just stand in the corner, just wave at people. You know, you know, I hear all all sorts of things, wonderful things. People will tell me, you know, your your smile just makes my day, Earl. When I'm having a bad day and I see you with that smile, you know, it's like there's something about you that just radiates from you. And I know that's you and I know that's the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And then there's times when people will tell me, my my child wants to um, see Mr. Earl. You know, my child, you know, needs to see Mr. Earl in the morning when they're going to school. Uh, you know, things like that. I hear it all the time. And the only thing what the Lord told me, he just go and stand in the corner, Earl. And I did. And I started standing in the corner. And all of a sudden, they wrote up an article about me in, a, in the paper here in town called me the, the Son of Pete Breeder. Nice. Just impacting yeah. people where they are. Impacting Letting their lights um, shine, letting my light shine before men, that they may see my good works and glorify our Father which is in heaven. You know, this is going to sound pretty cheesy, my friend. Um, it's kind of much needed with all the division and yeah. tribal mentality that is happening in our many places. It's really kind of needed. Just kind of to just what you're doing is just simplifying life down to its simple, simplest order. And see, and that's and that, and see, and that's really what the gospel is all about. You know, you probably heard me say this before. Um, I forgot what preacher said this. He said the gospel is so simple, we had to have help to misunderstand it. Right. Yeah. Just letting our light shine before men. You know, sometimes you know, just a smile. You know, I I hear that all the time with people saying, Earl, you know. You, just you smiling in the mornings just, you know, makes my day when I'm having a bad day and I, and I come by and I see you smiling and there's just something about you that just makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and we don't have to simplify it. No, we're going to, this is conversations in Christ, the best of, I'm glad you're back on. Do not worry about the technical challenges because it's, yeah. life is technical in its challenges. And so, yep. As you were getting yourself re-situated, I was talking about the, I wanted to say nuances. We're having conversations in Christ and just being in the nuance of God, the fluidity of his movement. And so Father's not technical. And so we no. have we have distracted ourselves with being too polished, too technical. When I studied Jesus, he was not polished. He wasn't technical. He just kind of slid in, slid out, and built and sustain relationship and the power yeah. of God just the power of God was with them the authority was with them but he wasn't technical to what we have polished if I can use that word in society that you know when we come we got to make sure we're all buttoned up and you know we got to have this in order and if the sound goes out you know we got to cancel things blah 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 you know how about just Getting back to the basics. Right, right. And you're absolutely right, uh, Apostle. One of the things that um, you said that I think the church is missing, and it's something just you just said, um, relationship. Mm-hmm. Just just having a relationship with um, with people. You mm-hmm. know, I, I was talking to, 
to a, a pastor down in Jersey today, you know, um, making arrangements to go down there probably in the next few months to, uh, to minister. And one of the things I said, I said, you know something, I, you know, more than coming there to minister or whatever, I just want us to have a relationship. I just want right. us to be friends. You know, just to be, um, just to be friends. You know, I'm not trying to get a place to go minister. You know, if God opens those doors, fine. But you know, my my heart's desire these days, um, Apostle, is just just have friends, just have a relationship with people. I think that I was going to ask the question: Does that come with age? Or that come with wisdom? Because Both. I see a change slight, and I'm 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 of the same pattern for me, and like what you're saying, I was keying on it, and I think that comes with age and wisdom that you realize priority was the necessities of expanding the gospel, and if we pattern ourselves to what Jesus did, you're explaining that, you know, because I think about when I first launched into this mission that father placed on me my brain wanted to do well i gotta be on this platform i gotta i gotta i gotta tour i gotta be a part of this fellowship i need to i need to be seen i need to be heard and over the years and i mean over the years now you'll know what i'm talking about over the years i'm talking decades it has diminished to just being simple to what god has assigned me to do and just being the best in that whether it is on top of sonship, the blessings of the dessert. The dessert is a minister. The dessert is being an entrepreneur, a mentor, and all these other accolades that come when we're developing who we are. Like what you're saying, just being simple. You know, hey, I, I, I'm going to come and teach, but I want to get to know you. Yes. Yes. And that and that's exactly what I was talking about today. Yeah. I, I um, Yes, it comes with age and it comes with um, with wisdom, too, because see, just like you were saying, the most important thing as believers, see, we are sons and daughters first. Mm -hmm. Then after that, I often tell um, people this. I said, I, I want to have a, a passionate relationship for Jesus Christ, which I do. I am mm -hmm. a child of God, mm -hmm. but I also want to be a friend of God. Mm -hmm. And out of being a friend, I become a servant. Right. And see, and see, and all, and everything else will follow in line. Yes. Everything else Say, will begin to fall in line. Say that again, because that needs to be like boom. Say that again. I gotta write that down. Number one, I'm a child of God. Mm -hmm. Number two, I want to be friends with God. See. I, Abraham and Moses were friends with the Lord. They yes. had intimate relate. They had intimate relationships with them. They had an intimate face-to-face -face encounter with God. Mm -hmm. And then I became a servant. Yeah, then because Jesus says, "As you go, serve and do. Heal the sick, cleanse yes. the leper. As you go." Yes. And if if the Ecclesia could just get this. If they could just understand what you're talking about. The importance a, of what you're talking about. It, 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 has to, it has to be that way. 
Apostle, it has, it has to be that way. You cannot usurp God's authority. You cannot usurp God's, um, so I say, um, um, uh, foundation on how he built everything. I mean, go back to Genesis. God said, it's not good that man should be alone. God said, you know, let us make man in our image. What was he doing? He said, okay, I want to have a relationship with man. So I'm going to create him in my image. Mm-hmm. Relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, then it's not good that man should be alone. I'm going to give him something. And then he said, tilt the, <coughs> tilt the land, servanthood. He began to tilt the land. Number one, relationship with God. Number two, we became friends with God. Right. Number three, we become servants. And number and, and as and as number and as a servant, this is where everything else begins to flow. Because when yes. you're a servant of God, you begin to touch others. You're, you're sharing the gospel. You're beginning to minister to others. Why? Because I understand I'm a servant. Yeah. See, I didn't, Jesus said, I didn't come to be served. I came to serve. Yes. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Here, to, I'm here to serve you. You don't have to serve me. I'm here to serve you. And one of the things that um, Christ did was one of the uh, most filthiest jobs there was at that time was to wash someone's feet. That was a that was one of the that was a degrading job to to wash another person's feet, and Christ came and he began to wash his disciples' feet, and the only one that complained was Peter, mm-hmm. and then he um then he told Peter if I don't wash your feet, you know you're not going to be clean. Then Peter, well, wash all of me. See, I'm just paraphrasing it, but this is what he was saying. He said, you know, then wash all of me. So. During that time of period, we have to realize is that during that time of period um, of Christ's time, to wash somebody's feet was the filthiest thing to do. Truly. Truly. It was the filthiest Truly. thing to do. Yes. Because what pe- what you have to understand listening to what Earl, Prophet Earl is saying is this. They didn't have Nike shoes, Adidas shoes. They, they literally had a small sole of wool of animal skin that they went and and moved around so you have that dirt sweat and so that is a demeaning work next to picking up dung from animals in that time yes and they had a lot of that on on their shoot on their feet too yeah 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 and see what sometimes we we get this religious mindset that we are to um, the people are to serve us, right? No, 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 no. See, no, we are servants of the Lord. Paul, Paul constantly said, "Paul, a servant of the Lord, called to be." Paul, a servant of the Lord, called to be a teacher, an apostle. He he constantly throughout the, "I'm a servant first, more than anything else." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Christ said, "I didn't come to be served; I came to serve. Mm-hmm. I'm going to serve. I'm going to serve you." So he had his disciples sit down. He began to wash their feet. He began to do all the uh, the, the things that were de- degrading. 
And then the, when the woman comes in with the um, with the box of oil, she's, she comes in and the religious people get all upset because all of a sudden now she's pouring out this real expensive oil on the feet of Jesus Christ. Right. And she begins to wipe his hair, his um, his feet with her hair. And but Christ understood she was be, she was serving him, preparing him for his burial and weeping at the same time because she knew her sins were forgiven. I just had a light bulb moment because I'm listening to you and kind of moving things around. I'm listening to you and what you just said. Now, think about what you just said. Not you. You guys, listen to what he just said. He was talking about how she took her hair to wipe his feet. Now, think of the position that you must be in, a servant's position, when you have to use your locks or your hair to be that low to wash feet because Jesus is lifting his feet. So I mentioned that because it just hit me. I'm like, so she is in a servant position and the religious church looks at the totality, the end of it, but they're not looking at the position of what she's doing. We know, we understand yes. the record in that part of the gospel. That's right. I just had a light bulb moment. She is in a servant's position because her hair. Now we, we have no hair, right? So how, how much lower do we have to get just to bring our skull to the feet of a person? Now I baptize and wash people's feet and you're, you're, you're there. So you're, you're in it, but just that's listen right. to what you said. It amazed me that, and that's why I love learning. It amazes me that she is doing what? Showing us an example of a servant's position. To all of us theologians out there, don't forget about your position. She was in a position of humiliation, actually. Yes. She humiliated herself in the sight of the religious people, but in the sight of God, she came humbling. It was a place of, of humbling. God, what? He resists the proud, but he gives um, grace unto the humble. That woman literally humbled herself, but the religious people seen it as a, a place of humility. God seen it as a place of humbling. It's a place of humbling. Servanthood is a place of humbling. Because all through the Bible, if you read, study the Bible, all through the Bible, when you see the word servant, it's not capitalized. Right. That word is right. not capitalized. Right. You know, and, the, and there's a reason why God didn't do that. Because servanthood is a place of humility. You don't have a place of, uh, shall I say, um, a place of, you don't sit at the head of the table, let me put it that way. You know, because there's a lot of things I can say, but I'm going to keep it simple. You, know, you don't sit at the head of the table. The servant sometimes don't even sit at the table. Mm -hmm. he's, he's asked to sit at the table. One of the greatest um, examples of that is um, David and Mephibosheth. Yeah. When Mephibosheth, when Mephibosheth came to David, David understood that this man had an inheritance. Everything mm -hmm. was taken from him. He came mm -hmm. to David and he said, well, I am a dead dog. The man seen himself as a dead dog, but God seen him, David seen him as a, as a man of honor, a man worthy to sit at his table. Yes. 
even though he was crippled. See, a lot of us, we, we may walk okay, we may look okay, but spiritually we're crippled. We're, we're, spiritually we're crippled. Brother, you are, and, you are dropping bombs that should be detonating all over right now. And see, and, and also when you see that word, you'll see the word Lodabar. We have so low the bar in our lives. Mm -hmm. We're thinking that we're um, exalting Christ Jesus, but all we did was load the bar on him. Now, what I, I'm explaining to you what I mean by that. Yeah. Explain that. When we're thinking that we're more, we're all that in a bag of chips, we, a lot of us, we, um, we're so concerned and so consumed with titles, so consumed with all of these letters before our names, letters after our names. We have lowered the bar of the anointing and the calling of God on our lives instead of just humbling ourselves and saying, okay, Lord, you called me to do this. You do this. You called me to do this. Show me how to do this. Give me the wisdom to do what you're calling me to do. See, when we come to a place of just total humility, God will exalt us in due season. We don't need to yeah. try to exalt ourselves. We don't need to try to um, uh, promote ourselves or anything like that. You know, um, a few weeks ago, I was I was complaining with the Lord. You know, um, so wow, Lord, you know, all of these people on Facebook, they uh, they got all of these followings. You got all of these people, you know, that's um, coming to their um, podcast and whatever. And the Lord said, "Don't worry about that." Right. And then I then I thought about it. I said, "Oh, you're right." Why am I trying to compete? I don't need to compete with anyone. Right. I'm already known in heaven. And see, there's something that you said earlier, and I, and I heard it about, you didn't realize how many people were on the podcast. It's the, um, the video that you, you were doing the other day, you said it's like 12,000 people. Yeah. Or something like that. See, you, you didn't, you weren't looking for numbers. All of a sudden, the numbers were there. It's like, wow, wow. I'm not trying to promote this thing like that, but it, but see, it's the humility of which God wants to use us. Mm -hmm. See, when God is exalted in, no matter what it is that he's exalted in, he will expand it. He, yes. will, he will literally expand it. Um, another example. See, I, um, I was born, when I was born, I, I shared this before, you know, actually in the, the coming book, you know, From the Hood to the Hill, my prophetic journey, I'll be talking a little about this. And uh, the Lord began to show me how it was called like Jeremiah. I said, okay, but I really didn't pay much attention to it. You know, it took me almost 30 something years to understand when God says, I've called you to the nations. Now watch what he did. I didn't realize he was doing this apostle. And then all of a sudden I said, wow, okay. When God tells us that he's calling us to, a na to the nations, Often people, oftentimes people think, oh, I'm going across seas. I'm going to go to this country. I'm going to go to that country. That's true. Okay, yep, that may be true. But seeing call to the nations also, we have to understand when God says call to a nation, we have, there's a language that we have to understand. There's a culture that we have to understand. And then, yeah. not only a culture, we have to understand the people them, themselves. Yep. Being called to the nation may be your nation, may be your city. Your nation may be the people that you're around. Your nation may be the people that you that you uh, associate with. 
See, when we think of being called to the nation, the first thing we think of going across, going to the um, to another country, and that may be true. But I believe the most important part that God, when God tells us he's called us to a nation, the, mo the most important nation that we have is number one, our family. Mm -hmm. number, number two is our community. Number three is our city. Because there's so many different ethnic groups in our cities, in our communities. Mm -hmm. Get to know the people in your community. Get to know their culture. Get to know, you know, what it is about them. When we begin to know and understand, you know, <clears throat> who they are. I mean, you know, on my um, the prophetic school, I had people from South Africa, from Australia, from Germany, from um, England, from Canada. I didn't realize this until the Lord spoke to me one day and said, Earl, Earl, look at all of these different people. See, I, Apostle, I'm telling you, for over 30 years, I never thought about it. When God said, you know, he called me to the nation, I just never thought about it until all of a sudden he said, Earl, look at the people that's around you, the people that I brought into your life. Mm -hmm. And I begin to see that the, the, all these different people from different continents, from different cultures, from different languages, I did not understand it for over 30 plus years when he said he, I, he called me to the nations. The nation will always start right where you are, getting to know the people around you, the culture, the language, their, their, um, what it is, that, how can you share the gospel with them? That, you know, we have gotten uh, this thing so messed up and so... I mean, just think about when um, in Jeremiah chapter one, and then you read Jeremiah chapter two, we think it happened overnight. Between right, chapter exactly. be, between chapter one and chapter two is many, 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 many years, many years between chapter one and chapter two. And see, and, and if you read study Jeremiah, um, the only people that Jeremiah really talked to were those in his. Those in his arena or those were around, around him, the different kings and different um, people, uh, the, the Israelites and all these people were right around him. He, he was right in the midst of them. He didn't have to go across seas. They were already there. What you're keying on. Yeah, I love this because this is this answers the, the interference. This answers the challenges of getting you getting you locked in because this is what is needed in this season as we began the new year in September coming into an end of the year on the Gregorian calendar is this father is has always been father in relation and cellular yep the nucleus neutron electron yep. protons it cannot comprise the thing until it becomes a thing in the nucleus. It has to. It has to. Because, and that's the sad it, part. Yeah. Yeah. What you're talking because, about is a sad because people are running. They're running. You know, I got this. I got that. You, it took you 30 years. I was walking in this 10 years and had no clue asking for help. God said this, God said this, he's telling me this, 
and had no, but see, you, you said something and I want to can't, I didn't mean to cut you off. You said, I didn't have the understanding until I walked it out. Absolutely. 30 years. 30 years. For you. Had no clue. You. Had no, no understanding. You, you can send the emails to Night Moves HTQ. I don't care how mad you get because, well, you're going to say, well, that's that's you. And he's, he said this to me. What you're not, you're missing the point. You're missing the point of what Earl's saying. He's establishing relationship. See, when you're when you're sucking on the teeth, sucking on the nipple, excuse my 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 my, my language, but truth is truth. When you're, you're focused on the nutrients and you're growing, and then at some point there's that disengagement, and then the flow comes. And then you get to hear, then you get to see an expansion comes. But see, like what you're talking to hit on, I, I want to hit on this because I got a, a Logos word from Father. I got a, a prophecy. I got a Rhema word. Those three things, those categories, those spaces. And people run like the torch says sprint. But I would have to agree with what you're saying. I believe this. Father never says to sprint. He says to come and gather with me so I can pour into you before you even dare. Right, right. See, and I, I want to, um, I want to bring some clarity to something too. I'm pretty sure pe the general, whoever it was, is getting upset or whatever. That, that that's fine. But um, the point, <laughs> the point I'm making is this. See, our calling is instantaneous. Our call is instantaneous. Mm -hmm. And then there, and then there's the training process, which God will take every one of us through. It's yep. the training process of, of of training in our gifting, training in why we believe what we believe, training in our character. All these things God will train us and see the call is automatic. Then there's the training process in which we all will go through. I don't care how you may try to avoid it. Yes. You will go through a training process. And then from the training process, then there is the commission. See, this is where a lot of people get um, get thrown off or get upset because they don't understand the three processes in which God will take us through. He takes us through that the, the call is automatic. Then there's a training process in which he trains us in our character, our giftings, our calling, um, why we believe what we believe. All of these things will come in a come into a play where God will begin to train you in that. And mm -hmm. then after then after that, then there's the commission where you are now been commissioned to what God has called you to do. People jump ahead of God, not understanding the process in which we all must go. We all go through this training process. Jesus and Christ want, went through this training process. He did. He did. I want to add this to this. Father will commission you but he won't set you. Not, not, absolutely. absolutely. So hear what he is saying. He, he is not out of order what he's saying, but what I want to add this to that. Father will commission you, but he will not send you. He will set you. That's what, yes. that's what Earl's talking about. And this is, the, this is what was, this is what is, is so out of order. I got the yes. commission. Now I'm running. Nope. This, see, this is when, you know, this is when, you know, when it's time, when God commissions you, 
then God gives you the favor of man and the favor of man recognizes the commission and the call on your life. When those two come together, you don't have to try to open up doors. Why? Because God has already given you the favor of heaven. And then there's the favor of man that comes in together and begin to mingle with one another. Now you have been commissioned from heaven. You've already been commissioned from heaven. Now what happens is God sets you in a place where man begins to see the commission. And then man and God, man in heaven comes into agreement to what God has called you to do. When you try to do anything before the time. Mm hmm. Do nothing before the time in the fullness of time. There's a fullness of time when each and every one of us will go through. And if, and if you jump ahead of God within five to six years, you'll get burned out. You'll get very discouraged. Well, I thought I missed God. No, you got ahead of God instead of walking through the process in which God will take you through. I don't care. You can move to Mars. You will still go through this process. And you can agree with me or disagree with me. Every In all these years that I have ministered and been around, um, I'm not going to throw any names. Um, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. years, the people that I have been around that are very, very well-known prophets globally, every last one of them say the same, have said the same thing to me. Every last one of them has said the same thing. And these men are well-known um, prophets. They've all, they've all said the same thing to me. And then I, I read it, I study the Bible, and I begin to look at my own life, and it's the same process in which God has taken them through. I mean, uh, the challenges will be different. Our struggles will be different because of our backgrounds and things that we've gone through, but it's the, still the same. Calling, then there's the training process, and then there's the commission where God... So you've already been commissioned from heaven, but then there's a commission where God opens up the favor with man. And when the um, when man comes in the, to the process, now it begins to come into place. God says, okay, now it's time to run. And that is crucial. I'm writing it down because mankind must agree with heaven if mankind does not agree with heaven they are grieving they are agreeing with the kingdom of darkness absolutely ab ab absolutely and seen too often i've seen this with so many prophetic people that you know young prophets very immature you know they um, they get this call of god in their lives and they start to run out well you know i'm called to the nations yes you may be called to the nations but we need to pray what nation did god call you to <laughs> what you know because it's like god doesn't have enough sense to tell you okay i, I called you to the nation but there's, there's a, these, these are certain people that you will that i'm calling you to i will give you favor with these certain people you know it's like god called you to the nation you're going to go all over it all over the globe to every nation. And that may be true, but you're still going to go through the training process. Mm -hmm. See, well, what we have to realize, um, Apostle, is this. The greater the training, the higher the call. Oh, my gosh. And you can say the very way few. around, too. Yep. Very you know, few the people. Call, the greater the training. Jesus said many are called, but few are chosen. Fewer, fewer chosen because a lot of people refuse to go through the training process. A lot of people want to jump ahead of God. Well, I'm called to be a prophet. Yeah, that may be true. But what, 
but you still need to go through a training process. Well, God spoke to me. Yes, he has he's spoken to you. Yes, but God is not going to usurp his authority. There's a spiritual protocol in the realm of the spirit that we must understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We must understand this spiritual protocol. See, now, this is what Jesus was real excited about the centurion. The centurion came to Jesus. The centurion came to Jesus, one, because he came to Jesus believing in faith. He came to Jesus interceding on behalf of his servant. He came to Mm -hmm. Jesus understanding that Christ had authority. Mm -hmm. He said, I too am a man set under authority. I say to my servant, do this and he do, do that. I say one come and he comes. Jesus looked at this man and marveled because the man understood protocol, spiritual protocol. A lot of people, I don't care if you're called to be apostles, prophets, or whatever that call may be, when you jump ahead of God, you are jumping out from under spiritual protocol, and you wind up getting yourself in danger because you do not have the authority of heaven yet. No. You don't. And not only are they in danger, I love this conversation. Why? Because Father has placed watch persons on the wall to reveal what Father is needed to be revealed in this season. And this is so vastly this paintbrush all across territories. Absolutely. What we're and talking see, about. Seeing and what we're talking about. See, a lot of um, people get upset. Because I'm sh- I shared this. Well, you know, I believe God had called. Yes. And get, you know, I'm not challenging your call. I'm not challenging anybody's call. What I am doing is I'm trying to get you to understand the, uh, the protocol of heaven, the, um, the understanding of the training process. I, I won't challenge anybody's call. I'm not going to challenge anyone's right. call. But what I want him to understand, there's a, there is a, a, a spiritual protocol where God will take us through the training process. And if, and if we allow God to take us through this training process, so when we are ready to step into what God has called us to step into, everything expands. Now you're stepping with the authority of heaven. You haven't run ahead of heaven. You haven't gotten a, a, a head of God. You're being led by the spirit of God. See what, what happens is this um, apostle is this. See all authority was given to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. The matchless name of Jesus Christ. When we speak the matchless name of Jesus Christ, things get, things get done. Things get mm-hmm. done. What happens is if we don't see the anointing will cost you in the training process, the anointing, the anointing of God will cost you your life. What happens, apostle, is this. We have to understand there's the big difference between someone being gifted versus someone being anointed. The anointing costs you. Your gift is already exhibit, exhibited. When you, when you begin to prophesy, see what, we, what happens, see, prophecy... When you're speaking prophetically, prophecy points out, this is what this is. This is the situation. But the gift does not break the yoke. It is the anointing that breaks the yoke. When you have the, uh, the gifting that points this out or something, or, or give a word of wisdom or word of knowledge or something's going on, the, uh, the, uh, the gift of prophecy just points it out. Where the anointing comes along and breaks it, what needs to be broken off. 
Too many people confuse the gift with the anointing. No, uh -uh. the anointing costs you your life. It costs everything about you. It will break everything in you. That's why so many people get upset when you, um, I begin to share this with them. Well, you know, I'm called. See, I'm not challenging your call. What I am doing is I'm challenging your ability to go through the training process because doing going through the training process is where the anointing comes in at. Yeah. Yeah. And we all will go through that training process. You can't all subvert it. You can't, yeah. you can't do anything but go through it. You can leave it. That's your only choice. Yes. <laughs> Many are called, but few are chosen. And the reason for that is because very few want to go through the training process. That's right. See, I, I, I've been in um, this for a very long time. It's by the grace of God. A lot of this has not felt good. That no. training process was not easy for me. It was not easy for me. You mentioned It was something. not easy. It, it will cost you everything. Because you have to come to the point that the trade, the cost is what you, it reflects in the trade. And if you won't trade a life for life, then there's no value. You're not invested. Jesus was a life for life. The anointing right. cost. The anointing so he cost. traded a life for life. And it will strip every one of us. In yep. the beginning, in the middle, in the end, because it is his glory that will reign supreme through his creation. It doesn't matter how lofty we what? become. That's right. That's right. Jesus said it this way. He that finds his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life shall find it. See, that's what the anointing does. The anointing causes you to lose your life. See, and I'm here to really help others, help people. You know, yes, you know, what I shared, you know, offends people. And I hope people do get offended because if you're getting offended because you're listening. And see, I'm not here trying to, um, to make it sound good. See, the gospel sounds good only if we look at it to, uh, for a change. We're looking to, to want to change it. And that's what we'll look at. We'll see the gospel as changing my life. If you see the gospel as, in a way and you begin to see it through the compassionate love through Jesus Christ, through the eyes of Jesus Christ, you'll understand and know I, I, this things I have to die to. This things that's going to have to, um, I have to change something inside me. Yes, I have this desire to, to fulfill God's calling. Yes, I want to um, do what God has called me to do, but it will cost you. You know, and it hasn't been easy, man. I'm, I'm telling you, it, this is this is not it has not been easy. But you know something over mm. the years, I'm, I'm at a more peaceable state in my life today than I've ever been in my entire life. I'm 67 years old. Mm -hmm. I'm at a most peaceable state. You know why? Because I just said, Lord, you know, I give up. I quit. I'm tired of doing it, trying to do it my way. Mm hmm. And I'm here to help um, brothers and sisters that are listening. I'm not, again, you know, I'm not challenging anybody's call. If God called you, he'll, he'll take care of it. But what I am doing is I'm going to try and help you to understand this, 
this process in which God will take us through. No, it's not going to be easy. No, not at all. But I, I know one thing. He said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And he'll never leave you nor will he ever forsake you. But it, it's, it's a dying process that we all will go through. But if you're willing to do that, now you'll begin to understand. See, we have a lot of people that want the anointing, but very few want to understand the cost of the anointing. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll add to this this way. This was, Tim and I talked about this a long, long time ago. We talked about it, we would talk about it weekly. Um, there is a minister in New Zealand that was in the same conversation we're having in this moment. And a brother asked this minister, and it's in the scriptures because you have the young rich rulers. It's in the scriptures right here. What must I do to have what do you have? have. Yeah. Right? I'm going to paraphrase this. But what the minister from New Zealand said, if you want my anointing, then you got to pay the price for what it took for me to receive this anointing. Yeah, and, absolutely. And that's you the know, price. Uh, mm hmm Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. It's, it, that's the price that many will begin to circumvent because it's the microwave generation and this, this younger generation. In this generation, we have, uh, we have segments of culture, subcultures. Yeah. And so with, with, with the internet, with Web3, with everything going on, with the fast click, all this, I can have it tomorrow if I do it today yeah. and everything will work itself out because it is what it is. You cannot circumvent any protocols from the kingdom. No, you can't. Period. It, 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 it'll never work. I remember um, hearing the story about um, about T.D. Jakes. This young man came to T.D. Jakes and said, T.D., would you please um, pray for me you know, and, and lay hands on me because I want to see if it receive a double portion of your anointing. So TDJ said, yeah, okay. So TDJ laid his hands on him. He says, Father, all the trials, all the, the, the struggles, all the disappointments, all of the things that I've gone through, all the brokenness that I've gone through, I want you to double, I pray that you double it up on this young man. And the young man jumped back and said, no, 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 I don't want that. I don't want, I don't want that. He said, I thought you wanted a double portion of my anointing. See, he wanted the anointing, but he didn't want the challenges and the struggles yeah. and the disappointments of the anointing. I'll go even deeper with sonship and identity. It's even deeper with identity. Yep. Why? Because it's a trade. It's a life for a life. At the end of the moment, it's a life for a life. For a life. If you choose not to die to self, then you have a concept on your hands. You have a problem. The problem is the kingdom of darkness. It's, it's structure, which is patterns. It's systems, and it's culture. System patterns, behavior patterns, culture. Mm -hmm. You have a problem. And That's right. Simplifying in this conversation, why are we talking about this and why are we so heavy on it? You know, we're, we're, we're literally getting ready to go just one more level deeper because 
He's not going to leave the right hand of Abba Father, come back to the tree on the mountain of Golgotha in Israel and repeat the same system that started this regeneration process. And all we have to do is surrender, submit. Yeah. Yep. See, see God is the God of exchange. Mm -hmm. See, in Isaiah, it says, I've given you beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. See, God is a God of exchange. He, when we give something to him, he gives it back. He gives us something greater. Mm -hmm. Jesus died. Jesus died on the cross. Why? So that you and I can have life. He died so that you and I can have life. He, he takes our heaviness and gives us peace. He takes all of the, he gives us, he takes our sickness and gives us healing. See, he's the God of exchange. When we're willing to give something to him, he gives it back to us. He gives us something greater back. And see, and that's part of the anointing. The anointing, he says, okay, I want you to die to this. And if, <laughs> when you begin to die, then all of a sudden I'm going to begin to pour in something in you. Yeah. I already give, I've already given you the gift. You already yeah. had the gift. But the thing yep. that's missing is the anointing. See, the anointing causes us to say, okay, Lord, here's my life. I lay it down at the cross. Okay, here's the anointing. Because you have laid your life down, here's the anointing. Now you can begin to break off. See, it's the anointing that breaks the yoke, not the gift. We've already, we are all gifted. But mm -hmm. very few people literally operate in the anointing of the spirit of God. What do I, why do I say that? Because we confuse the gifted, gifted people with, the, with being anointed. See this, mm -hmm. this, what you are doing, this is a kingdom aspect. This is a kingdom birth. This, God birthed this in your spirit. And so when God birthed this in your spirit, he gave you the anointing. See, what comes along with the anointing is also the favor of heaven and the favor of man. See, all of a sudden you, you are anointed to do what you're doing. Then God gave you the favor of man. Why? So the anointing and the favor of man comes along and it begins to expand. Now you're reaching different nations. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you, there was somewhere in your life you had to die. And said, mm -hmm. Lord, you, you came to a place where you just said, Lord, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And see, and that's what that's the, that's the key right there. When we come to a place and said, Lord, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I, I can't do this. Then God says, OK, now you're ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, see, I, I know that it doesn't make sense. But see, when we come to that place, said, Lord, I can't I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this. Then God says, OK, now you're ready. Mm hmm. Because all of all of all of ourselves, all of our self worth, all of our uh, our selfishness has been beat up on. We have nothing left to hold on to. We don't lost everything. Now God said, "Okay, now you're ready." He takes it all from us. Then he said, "Okay, now you're ready." It's amazing how Father does what he does, uses who he uses, why he does and why he uses in the ways and means to get his point across. Yeah. 
Yep. And it's, um, the Lord said something to me many years ago. And he said this to me, Apostle. He says, Earl, you could do it my way or you could do it my way. You choose. Mm-hmm. See, the first one was I can just humble my. See, either way, I'm coming in contact with the rock. The rock, like the first one, I could have just humbled myself and the rock will just roll over me. The second one, when he said you can do it my way, he's going to drop the rock on me and crush me. I chose the second one and I got crushed for many years because of my pride, because of my selfishness, my arrogance. And the rock fell on me and crushed me for many years. That's why I share what I'm sharing with a lot of um, brothers and sisters that are listening. You don't have to go through that. You don't have to go through this. You know, just humble yourself. Yeah, you know, yes, you're called, but see, it's the training process. You don't have to go through all the many years that I went through. Mm -hmm. If we just humble ourselves and say, okay, Lord, I might've missed you. I don't want to get ahead of you, but show me what I'm to do. Show me how to die to self. What is it that's in my heart that you're after, that you're after? See, whenever God takes us through a, a process, what he's doing, there's something in our hearts that he wants to get rid of. There's something in the heart that he wants to get rid of. Why is that? Because he places his spirit in the heart. Yes. And because two opposite forces can't have the same space. They're not competing. No. Holy Spirit won't compete. Right. right. And see, and the reason why is that because there's something, there's, there's, uh, we have an idolatrous heart. Sometimes mm-hmm. what happens is um, the, uh, the gift and the calling now has become an idol to us. I'm going to say that again. Our gift and our calling has become an idol to us. In Ezekiel, God says, shall I be inquired of, of the, um, the elders of Israel? And he said, and he told the prophet, he says, I, the Lord, will answer them according to the multitude of the idols of their heart. When the gift and the calling becomes an idol to you, you, the devil will make sure you're he- hearing from your idol and not from the throne of God. Come on. Yeah. And, see, and man. Go ahead. Go ahead. And see, this is how you know when, you're, when your gift and your calling has become an idol to you. When God tells you to lay it down, to be still for a season, to be quiet for a season. Don't prophesy to anybody. Don't call anyone. Just spend time with me in, the, in prayer and in the word, and you can't do it. You know, you begin to, um, and you feel like, well, I'm being moved by the spirit of God. I can't hold. It's like fire shut up in my bones. Yes, that's absolutely right. And God will make sure it's fire <laughs> shut up in your bones. But even with the fire shut up in your bones, we need to just hold off and say, no, this is the season. I'm just going to just be still and be quiet. Because if you can't do it, now your gift and your calling is now your idol. And the enemy will make sure you hear from your idol. Because anything that God gives us, he is the one that we're supposed to hear from. 
He is the one we're supposed to be in front of all the time before the throne of God, hearing from mm -hmm. God through through the leading of the Spirit of God, through the um, the reading of the Word, the studying of the Word, through wisdom and counsel from the people that God places us places in our lives. These people are there to keep us on track to what God has called us to um, to do. Number one, it's in prayer. Number two, it's in his word, the leading of the spirit of God, having people around us that will hold us accountable to keep us on track to what God has called us to do, when to do it, how to do it, and to walk into wisdom and understanding of the timing of God. Very few people want to do that, you know, and, then, uh, and they wind up disqualifying themselves. Because like I said, and I'll say this till the day I go today I go to heaven, the anointing will cost you your life. I'm not talking about killing you. Yeah, killing your flesh, yeah, killing the things inside you, killing your idols, yes. Dying to self, humbling ourselves and understanding the people God has placed around us, they're, they're going to impart wisdom. They're going to um help us to overcome the things, you know, our personal challenges and things like that. It will hold us accountable. Yeah, there's going to be mm -hmm. some people who are going to talk about you. Yes, there's going to be some people. God will make sure they talk about you. You know why? Because when people are talking about you, that's just like, it's just like um, Bob Jones says, when people start talking about you, just free advertisement. Yeah, that's you're all. doing something right. If they're not talking you're about you, I got a question here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So go ahead. You look like you you, uh, you got a you got a lot of thoughts going on in there, or are you reading the comments? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm actually I'm I'm looking above. I'm looking up. Um, why? Why the focus? Why the problem? Why the disharmony, disunity? Why the the tribal mentality? When you know you're 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 watching, listening to the conversation, you're watching the conversation, conversations through Christ, um, and Holy Spirit knows where He wants us to have the conversation. That's so we're taking this walk around the lake, mm -hmm. and so you're seeing and watching this conversation as it appears in the realm of the spirit. And he's addressing key areas that need to be addressed. That's just basically it. Now, yeah, we can go on for hours on top of hours, but I want to go back to the beginning because if you are, see, Jesus rested. Yes. Father is administrating through rest. And it goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning, what Tim talked to me about years ago. We were talking about this like almost every week. The, the ecclesia needs to meet less to live out more. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. I mean, study study the Gospels of Jesus Christ. There's one. There's something. I mean, think of the, look at this for a second. Jesus always rested. Yeah, he he rested, and he there was two things he always did. He always rest, and he always was praying. So the disciples, now think about this for a second. They, they see Jesus Christ mm -hmm. resting. They see him praying. 
Then he comes down from the mountain. They see him lay hands in the sick. They're recovering. They see him opening up blind eyes. People are seeing. They see him raising the dead. Okay, hmm. Rest, prayer, miracles. Rest, prayer, miracles. Hmm. Looks like God is saying something to us. Christ, yeah. Christ, yeah. There's an, there is an there's an attachment to that. We we do need to take time and rest. Apostle, I hear this and I and I I try to get away from this. Just saying. Well, hmm. I'm work, I'm working for the Lord. I'm you know everybody's all you know. I'm I'm working for the Lord. I'm working for the Lord. And then the Lord hmm. stopped me one day and He said, "No, you're not working for me. You're working with me." Right. Why? Because we're cold laborers together. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm working for God, I'm headed for burnout. If I'm working with him, he's going to make sure I rest. He's going to make sure that I pray. And then, it's, then he will make sure that I'm walking in the anointing and the calling and the miracles in which he has placed inside me. I'm, I'm looking at the scriptures, labor to enter into, into his, his breath. Rest. Relationship labor. is in yes. rest. Relationship is in the it communication. In, it all starts with relationship. You cannot get around it. Just saying. So what do you want? You know, how much more... Do you need to eat off the table? It's like, here's the question I asked many. How many more Bible studies do you really need to have? Yeah. To, to get it right. And you're having weekly Bible studies. Weekly Bible studies, weekly problems, weekly same problems, and you keep doing crazy, you're going to have crazy. Yeah. And see, and see yeah, you're absolutely right, um, Apostle, because you look at Jesus, you know, I mean, it, it, it just blows my mind when I read about, when I studied the Gospels and I see the, the things that he did. There was so much simplicity about him. Mm -hmm. There was so mm -hmm. much simplicity about him. It's like, wow, you overlook the simplicity of Jesus Christ. You know, he, he did things so simple. You know, he just laid hands on people. He just spoke prophetically to the woman at the well. But yeah. in, in speaking prophetically to her, she became an evangelist and went to get um, evangelized in the whole town. He, he just spoke so simple to the, uh, to the little child that was dead. She got up and began to walk. He spoke so it, simple to the, the, his disciples, they began yeah. to follow him. He Come follow he me. Was. Because I'm the he son knew, of God. yes, I'm the son. Well, who do you yes. say you are? Some say you are this, some say you are that. Well, who do you say I am? Yep, yep, yep. And that and that was it. See, that's the key. Who do you say that I am? Yeah, you're the you're the son of the living God. You're God in the flesh. You're the Almighty God, the everlasting God. You're the God that I I'm passionately in love with. You're the God who saves my soul. You're the Alpha and Omega. You, you know, you're the, you're Jehovah, the covenant-keeping God. You know, 
That's how yeah. I see him. You're the great I am. Excuse me one second here, man. I'm, uh, I don't want my phone to go out on me here while I'm. It's okay. Um, <laughs> the kingdom is simplistic. We make it complex. And the complexities is this. There are levels to dying. Yes. And I, wa I want you to hear this because if it, if the complex, not if the complexities exist because what we have built has to be torn down in order to receive um, everything that flows in us, those of us saved and born again. And so we're talking about simplicity, identity, relationship. We're talking about the call, the anointing. And we're actually literally having the conversation on the surface going in a few layers. But at the end of the day, what I want you to hear is this. Your primary focus, your primary focus exists as to understand who you are as a daughter and a son. That's your primary focus. Now, Father places upon you levels of blessings. Those levels could be anything from teaching, entrepreneurship, uh, mentoring, life coaching, husband, wife, spouse, um, whatever those blessings are layers of dessert on top of the main course. You're the main course. You being the main course needs to get really head focused, heart centered on who am I to my creator. And when you realize who you are to your creator, and then that realization turns into application, the application equals your reality of who you become because he said so. You're the main course. All the external, those can be considered blessings and those can be considered also the hindrances. You're the main course, and this is what we're getting to in this conversation as I bring Earl back in. And I want you to really understand a couple things as we get ready to close out this episode. I'm, a, I'm going to place this to you. We're going to do another poll. Earl talked about these three areas. I wrote them down. Um, understanding who you are as a child of God, becoming a friend of God. And lastly, becoming a servant of God. How much time are you putting in in these three areas? New poll, new episode. I want you to find your answer. And if you are so inclined to, we're going to share this on this description in the polls on this podcast and also on our live stream. You're going to be able to check this out. But we're going to open this up for seven days as we normally do here in the best of best of our podcast as we normally do. Um, let me see if I can bring Earl, Earl back in here. I think he's in here. He's having a little bit of trouble there, but that's okay. Um, there's the poll for you. Child of God, a friend of God, and how to become a servant of God. How much time do you put into each? And I, this is fluid. You never stop being a child of God. You never stop being a friend of God. Well, I guess you could if you choose to. And you frankly never stop being a servant of God.
Every one of us are servants in whatever capacity Father has called us into. But many are called, few are chosen. But we all serve according to the kingdom mandate left in the end of Matthew. Now, I'm going to bring Earl back in because we got to make sure that you uh, we cover some questions with him. See if I can bring him in here real quick. And how to even contact Prophet Earl. Now, you can connect with him on the Facebook. I'm going to help him out here while we're sitting here. Hopefully, we can get it back on here. Because we hope that you're getting something for you. If, if, if it's at least one thing, then we want that one thing to take root in you. Not everything is meant for everyone. But we recognize, and I've been doing this such a long time, that when we are seeding in any type of mission field, one seed is planted one at a time. And so if one seed you take and it bears witness to who you are, like the hair on your skin stands up, you feel any type of emotionally connected, spiritually connected to anything that was said, then that is for you. Everything else, as Tim and I say, forget about it. You focus on what bears witness to you, and then you master how to achieve the success of that thing for you. And then it's a win-win. Then we have done our job, and you have done your job to be everything that you can be for you and your relationship with your Heavenly Father. And see, there is no concept that can bring you into this. This is all about a relationship. So I love about the kingdom. Religion gives you a concept of our Heavenly Father, of Yeshua, and of the Holy Spirit. But the kingdom experience is all about your relationship and identity. And then it just kind of takes this dance through becoming a child of God, becoming a, a son, a daughter, sonship, becoming a friend to God, as Earl talked about. Is, this is necessary. And learning how to become a servant. How much time do you put into three? That's the poll on this episode. Seven days is going to be opened up. We want to hear from you. Let us know the impact of the poll. And also let us know how this episode has impacted you. For the good, for the bad. Maybe you have some questions on what you heard. Um, definitely nightmoodshdq at gmail.com is where you can send your comments. And we'll gladly provide resources, and the answers to help you achieve the right answer according to the kingdom foundations. Bring Earl back in, if I can bring him back in. There we go. Hey, I, <laughs> I think I, he's in I, here. This, this is, for some reason, I'm having a challenge with this, uh, this, palm, uh, this phone or whatever, but that's okay. I'm not going to worry about it. But yeah, I, I was right. listening to you. Um, I think, you know, if Again, if anyone has any questions or whatever, they yeah. please feel free. They can contact me um, also on my Facebook um, page. You know, if they want to um, befriend me or whatever, have questions, you know, uh, they can contact you with questions or whatever, and you can get in contact with me. Again, the most important thing I want everyone to understand, see, I don't have all the answers. I'm not on here saying, oh, I know that I have all the answers. No, I'm only sharing with you the things that I have gone through in my life, Things that I um wisdom that I have um received from others and watching mm -hmm. and listening to others. I, there's certain things that are just a consistency with all of these these men that I have been around. 
there's a consistency of of, of understanding um, this protocol, the protocol of God, understanding the uh, the training process of God, understanding you know um, the anointing and what it does and, and how it will cost us. There was a, a consistency with all of them that I watched and I listened to and I've seen in my own life. And I'm God does not usurp His authority. That's all. I'm just trying to help uh, my brothers and sisters that are listening. You know, again, I, I say this, um, and I'll continue to say this. I'm not um, challenging anyone's call. No, God knows I, I'm not doing that. But what I want to do is challenge and help them to understand that this, uh, there's a training process that God will take each one of us through, mm. and not to get mm. and not to get ahead of God, not to get ahead of Him, but understand. Okay, Lord, show me what it is, right? that I need to uh, prepare myself today. See, we don't want to be yesterday's man. We want to be tomorrow's king. <laughs> That'll land somewhere. You guys catch yeah. that. <laughs> and see, and, and that's, you know, that's, that's for another, you know, I'll do, um, I have a teaching on that. Uh, yesterday's man, today's prophet and tomorrow's king. And so, I don't want any any of my brothers and sisters that are listening. I don't want them to be yesterday's man. I want them to understand today's prophet that will walk in tomorrow's king, tomorrow's kingship. But today's now, prophet will cost you. This is a prophet after God's heart. Now I reckon I'm gonna I'm gonna share these three three aspects of a prophet. Prophet after God's mouth. Prophet after God's eyes, prophet after God's heart. Culmination of your holy prophets are these three culminations. When brother, and I'm not a prophet, but when the Holy Spirit pours in the knowledge and wisdom, what I'm sharing with you is Earl is a prophet after God's heart. So you're you're hearing and connecting to the emotional and sensitivity of one who is after father's heart now he'll be able to tell you in his school we're going to talk about real quick that he has he has been a prophet after god's mouth he has also been a prophet after god's eyes because he's a visionary and these are just different aspects of the prophetic and the office of the prophet which are two distinctions so or what do you have coming up i want them to know how they can connect with you and talk about the school as we get ready to close down this episode talk about the school what's going on well you know um you see well the school will be starting again in um next month i didn't want to do anything around the holidays and so i told yeah. everyone to um we'll, uh, we'll start again in, um, in july you can um contact me on facebook it's called return eagles earl robinson the name of the ministry is called return of the eagles prophetic ministries but you can mm -hmm. catch it on Facebook. It's called Return the Eagles, Earl Robinson. Mm -hmm. And there's some things that are coming up um, in, um, in January. You know, I'm going to be doing, starting doing some traveling again, you know, mm -hmm. mentoring. I'm doing, a, I'm doing a lot of mentoring right now and helping people Sweet. to understand their, their, um, their giftings, their callings, you know, um, and, and just mentoring, just being a father, just being a father to them because – so many people are so gifted, but they have very few fathers. Right. He said, that's one of the things the Lord, he said, Earl, I want you, you're going to be a father to the prophetic. And see, that's the, uh, the next book that I'll be writing is called Father and the Prophetic, A Broken Generation. 
What's the book you got now? I love the title. It's called From the Hood to the Hill, My Prophetic Journey. And where can I get this book, my friend? You'll be able to get that book in January. You'll be able to get it on Amazon. You'll be able to get it um, in um, Barnes and Noble. It will be on Google Books. It will be in Kindle. It will be on Instagram. They said they're going to put the book, you know, it's going to um, go globally. I want you guys, Night Eagles, you guys listen to the program. In this episode, I want you to go bombard Earl's Facebook page. Now, <laughs> I say that because um, I have known Earl for a handful of years, but we have been, I can't even tell you how we got connected, but God connected us. And so right. he is to me as an, an elder brother in the spirit as he is to a natural brother to me. So I want you guys to bombard his Facebook page and I'm <laughs> going to put him on the spot because I want him to come to wisdom because of what he's doing this very thing. So you guys go to his Facebook page. We're going to make sure his contact information is in here. And you know, 2023, when you have a open schedule, you, you got your a handful who has a home here on night moves. So I want you to know that. Amen. A handful. So, you guys go to his Facebook page. He's on Facebook. Bombard him. Support the ministry. Support the prophet of God's heart. But support the brand, the man. He, he is who he is. He is the authentic one that I Amen. trust to pour into myself. I receive from Earl. Even when I'm in Florida, wherever we are at, when Father brings us back together, he is, he is who he is. And there is there there's nothing else. There's no gray. And so he's a prophet of the prophet's heart, father's heart, and he's pouring in you. So I want you guys to go to his website. What's the website? Do you have a website up yet? Uh, no, all of that's coming up uh, in right. the spring. All, the website will be up. The, um, the book will be out. You know, all everything is going to, yeah, it's going to explode again. And so, you know, I, that's another story about why the Lord told me to take all everything down. But go to, um, okay. go to the, go to my Facebook and just, Click on befriend me. When I say everybody's going to befriend me, I'll, I'll send them back to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, Night Eagles, on a serious note, I want you guys to go to uh, Earl's Facebook page. All you Night Eagles, hear me, hear me well. Yeah. Return to Eagles, return to Eagles, Earl Robinson. And connect with Earl. Now, if you are looking for a mentor in the office of the prophet, um, I want you, I trust what Earl is accomplished accomplishing and will be accomplishing through the power of the Holy Spirit. I want you to connect with him, get involved. He has prices that he'll be sharing with uh, through his Facebook, social media platform. Amen. Uh, and that's where he's at social media right there. So I'm going to encourage all of you listening right now, support Earl. If you are looking to increase in your activation in strategic activation, and I haven't talked to Earl about this. So, he knows I'm in the same vein. He'll correct me if I'm speaking out of turn. If you are wanting to increase in the activation in the office and understand Amen. the prophetic, this is the class that you want to be a part of. Classes, can they run a yeah. couple weeks, a couple months, yes. he runs a class. Yeah. Well, actually, right now, so the people are so excited, they didn't want me to end. So usually, it's a, like a six-week course, and then I stop for a few weeks and then start again. But the people are so excited. Okay. We're, we're going to do it again in January. Come on, Brother Earl. Come on, Prophet. I said, okay, we'll start in, uh, start again in January. <laughs> you guys are excited. Was, yeah, they're excited. Go to this Facebook page, and I, I kid you not, you're going to be blessed for it. You're going to increase. The keyword is increase. You want to be with someone Amen. who's after Father's heart. 
That's right. Because you're, you're going to get purity. And it's going to sustain you. Earl, thank you for joining me on this episode. I really appreciate it. And this is kind of profound, kind of important that we kind of went where I thought was off, kind of off, but it wasn't off because Father has a purpose in what when yeah. he brings the office of the prophet and the office of the apostle, when they come together, there's there's the purpose is ex explodes. So I got to witness that again. It's kind of cool to see how he right. works on that. Um, remember to help and build Night News community, everyone. This is a kingdom community. By either subscribing or following this episode, if you like this program, you can be a part of our community to help spread the kingdom word and the message. And our guests Amen. help to keep the work on this episode, on this channel. Inbox us to learn ways you can contribute today to this, this movement. NightmoodsHDQ at gmail.com. Last but not least, thank you for joining me. Coming up on my next episode, Blended Hearts. My wife is going to be joining me on the next episode, you guys. I will talk Amen. to you guys real soon. Earl, we'll talk to you real soon as well, but I got some conversation with you. We got some work to do. All right. God bless. Take care, everybody. Have a good night. And remember, be a blessing to yourself before you bless others and love yourself before you love others. Love others. Good night, everyone.